Cairo Radio was paid a fee to air the following program. All information discussed on the following program is for general information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client relationship. Prior to acting on any legal matter, you should seek legal advice from a qualified legal attorney who can evaluate your situation and advise you accordingly. Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregory & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregory. And good morning. Chilly out there, folks. Uh, extra cup of joe this morning. It's... Uh, Kind of crisp out there. I think uh, winter's getting a little sneak up on us here. So uh, welcome to your partner-in-law today. Uh, Ted Hansen's with me again this week, as is most weeks. Uh, enjoying talking with you folks. Uh, we are live on air, so it's not a recorded show. I know many of the shows, if not the majority, are. But uh, we're not. We love talking with you. And if you'd like to have a chat with us today, uh, as our topics as we go through, the number is 888-973-5476. That's the hotline. And Larry or Paul will take your call and uh, get you on air and uh, see what we can do. Today, I really want to talk about, you know, we got this thing, an election coming up that you may have heard something about in the news. In fact, we got a lot of elections coming up. <laughs> and as estate planning attorneys, that a great deal of our work uh, revolves around not only estate taxes, but uh, all the other taxes, gift taxes, inheritance taxes, income taxes, capital gains taxes. All those things are in play this year um, at both the federal level and to some extent to us here in Washington. So, um, Ted, you know, this the situation that we're sitting in from a tax perspective really goes back to 2017. And that's when the Tax Cuts and Job Act was put into law, that was signed into law by Trump, so this would be the Trump tax plan, if you will, rather than the Obama or whatever. So it's the Trump tax cuts. And from the estate planning perspective, it extended the um, federal exemption that was um, put in place under Obama um, at the $10 million level, which is now indexed up to $11,588,000. Huge exemption. Never before in history has it ever reached that level. Well, that number is going to go away. Maybe. When might it go away? Well, it it's scheduled to go away in 2025 and drop back to $5 million. However, between now and 2025... We've got an election coming up in a couple of weeks, and then four years from now, 2024, we will have another election, and you can bet that these same topics are going to be being discussed then. And so really the issue is how do you, as the consumer, the taxpayer, how do we, how do we best position ourselves for what appears to be an ever-changing landscape in our planning? Historically, you know, the planning was a lot easier because the government wasn't messing with these rates and going up and down all the time. Now, the big problem was the exemption amount was very, very low, 600000 for a very, very long time. In a short period of time, it ratcheted up to seven, eight, nine, and then, you know, eventually $10 million. And it kind of stuck there. But um, if we look at the various uh, platforms today, uh, Biden versus uh, Trump, we would certainly notice um, that in the Biden camp, um, they are prepared proposing to reduce the federal estate tax exemption. It's not entirely clear reduce it to what, but most folks uh, put it at a top rate of about 5.9 exemption, so just about cutting it in half as to where we are today. Others um, say it could go as low as $1 million, or maybe the 3.9 or 3.5 that was in the Hillary plan. But anyhow, substantially less. Now, what does that mean to you? Well, that's what we want to talk about during the estate, during the show, is what might that mean? Now, 
as far as the other taxes, pretty much the capital gains tax rate, uh, where we remain at historically low um, rates of 10, 15, or 20 percent, with the vast majority of you falling into the 15 percent capital gains tax rate. And then, of course, we have income taxes um, at the federal level. Fortunately, we do not have an income tax in Washington. Yet. Yet, Ted says. Um, it would take a constitutional um, amendment to our state to do so, but um, I do know that Mr. Inslee has been um, making this uh, you know, very high on his agenda. Yeah, that and state capital gains as well. And the state capital gains tax, because currently we don't have one, and we don't have a gift tax either. So it's surprising in a state like Washington to say, we don't have this tax, we don't have that tax, because <laughs> boy, we sure have a lot of other ones. But anyhow, so in looking at our estate planning options and opportunities, you know, in our world, in our world, I'm talking about Gregorick and Associates, the law firm, we kind of have three sets of clients, three types, really broad groups. We have the group of you who are very fortunate and have amassed significant multi-million dollar estates, some very substantial. We have all of us folks in the middle. And then, of course, we have folks that have fallen on hard times, and especially our elders who have either run out of money or are running out of money. And a great deal of our practice focuses on this end of the estate planning, which oftentimes um, brings in um, Medicaid and veterans planning and other things of that nature. And we also have a group of younger clients who are, let's just say, starting out their careers and anticipate over the course of their careers that they will amass wealth. So we have that group as well. So there's certainly, you know, that up and coming group that we deal with quite a bit as well. You know, Ted, the younger group is really an exciting group. We're starting to see a few more younger people starting to plan. So that's really exciting. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it seems to be somewhat of a trend, and and I think a lot of that, Rick, is that there is a, a lot of income uh, here from the tech sector, and it's building some very substantial estates in a very short period of time for most people, particularly when they have these four hundred one k plans that the company will either match dollar for dollar, or some in some cases even more than that, and and you can amass a whole lot of money really really quickly in those. Uh, qualified plans, and then, of course, here in the state of Washington in general, but certainly on the east side and, and Seattle area, if you own a home, you're you're close to the million-dollar mark for the most part. It, it Real estate has really driven up the wealth of Washingtonians, obviously, certainly here on the east side and um, around Seattle. Um, not quite as dramatic in other areas across, you know, on the other side of the mountains, but we'll, we'll talk about them later. So really, you know, folks, when we're talking about all of these taxes issues and what may or may not come and what you may or may not want to do or should or shouldn't do, we need to step back just a little bit and go back to the fundamentals, back to basics, B2B, remember? Back to basics. So the basics start off with what kind of estate plan should you have? I know there's a lot of conflicting information out there, but I want to make it simple for you. You need to have a plan that fits. Just like if you're going to go buy a pair of shoes, it's got to fit. They may be the greatest shoes in the world, but if they don't fit you, they're not going to do you any good. Or if you're going mountain climbing, you don't need a set of track shoes. You need mountain boats. So we need to make sure you get the right plan. So the right plan starts with your foundation. And we've talked about this for the last 20 years. The foundation of your estate plan will either be based on a will or based on a revocable living trust. And so it's will versus trust. Do I do a will-based plan? Do I do a trust-based plan? Well, there is no answer that says you should, unless you clarified it. So the type of plan is going to have a lot to do with you, how are you organized, how do you run things, what are your, you know, how do you manage your assets? Um, and trust that it's not about how much money you have tax wise and things like that rev- revocable 
trust, revocable living trust, have the same tax consequences to you that a will-based plan has. And any planning we can do in a will, we can do in a trust. So they're tax neutral. So that's not a choice. It's really how do these different instruments work and what are the lifetime cost of the instruments versus the administrative cost at death, where, of course, we would be talking about a probate estate for a will-based plan or a non-probate trust administration if you have a trust. And, Ted, what's the big caveat if you get to do a trust administration rather than a probate when you have a living trust? Well, not only do you get to avoid the, the boogeyman that most people think probate is, but you've got to fill the bucket up with your assets in order to make it work. And that's the biggest challenge we have, Rick. We've got people that we've done trust for, and they might partially fund it. But to make it work you got to fill the bucket up. I always tell my clients that the analogy is you've got an empty bucket when you fund a trust, and you've got to fill it up to make it work. It's like going up the hill to get a pail of water without turning the pump on. Okay, so now to figure out what this water is we're putting in a bucket, folks, it's real easy. For all intents and purposes, we put everything that you own into your living trust with the exception of retirement accounts. We change the title on your home. We do that by preparing, then you executing and recording a new deed that says the Bob and Betty marriage, Bob and Betty, husband and wife, as community property, hereby transfer their house to the Bob and Betty Revocable Living Trust. Ta-da! Now the trust owns the asset. It is now funded. We have to fund every single solitary asset that you have. We'll pick that up on the other side of our upcoming break. Our phone lines are open for your questions and comments at 888-973-5476. 888-973-5476. And hey, don't forget going to yourpartnerinlaw.com and requesting your exclusive life plan organizer. We'll be right back. Elder Law, there are two triggers that cause you to review your plan. John Curley here with my attorney, Rick Regrick. And Rick, what are those two triggers? Thanks, John. There are two key triggers for when you should review your estate plan. Changes in health or wealth. COVID-19 is a significant impact to both, so everyone should review and update their estate plan. Ask yourself, are you and your family prepared? Do you have the right executors, agents, and trustees? Have you provided for your family? We're here to help. This pandemic has disrupted all of our lives, so each of us needs to be proactive during these difficult times. Be prepared. Have a plan. Talk to Rick. Gregor and Associates, they're open. They're essential business, and they want to help give you peace of mind. You can call them or meet virtually to discuss your estate and elder law plan. Call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Or book your free consultation online at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You know, we can't always count on great health as we age. That's why I cannot overstate the peace of mind I feel having long-term care coverage for me and my wife. If you've been thinking about it, but you have some questions, this is a great time to get answers. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for one of their free long-term care planning live webinars they have coming up. At the webinar, they'll explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. And then when you're ready, 525 Advisors, they are the best in the country. And I know that because my wife and I went through the whole process with Brian and Madeline, and man, they take great care of their customers. Check out all their reviews. People love working with Brian and Madeline at 525 Advisors. So sign up today, 525longtermcare.com. Join them for one of their upcoming live webinars. The class is free. All you have to do is go to 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. Retirement. What does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation, 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. During this free consultation, Rick will guide you in the right direction. Do you need will-based planning or trust-based planning? 
Find out now. Schedule your free consultation with Rick by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. All righty, folks, we're back. I'm Rick Gregorick from the law firm of Gregorick and Associates. I'm in this morning with Attorney Ted Hansen, and we're we're you know we're talking to you about you know wills versus trust for your estate planning, which is right for you. And then we really want to blend this into upcoming election and taxes, and most importantly, what should you be thinking about between now and the end of the year between now and the election and what things might you want to do relative to your estate plan because it always makes a lot of sense to do some sort of hedging for some of you and especially for you folks out there who are blessed and have estates over $10 million. And I know there's a lot of you, and I also know that many, many, many of you have done little, if any, planning. Believe me, the tax man cometh. We have solutions, and we have you know things that we can do to help you. We're going to talk about a couple of those as we go through the show. But I wanted to go over to Redmond first and uh, got Jim on the line uh, with a tax question uh, or investment question. I'm not sure. Uh, good morning. Jim. Hey, Rick and Ted, thanks for taking my call. Um, my wife and I have a brokerage account, non-retirement, and it's uh, titled uh, Joint Tenants with Rights of Survivorship. And as I read, it says that when one of us uh, passes away, the other one only gets a half step up in basis. And I'm wondering, is there a way to get a whole step up to title it differently or what? Absolutely. You know, as a community property state, Jim, 90% of our married folks uh, are planned improperly using joint tenant with right of survivorship. And that's just because most banks and financial institutions aren't gracious enough to put a community property box on their form. And they force everybody into this joint tenant right of survivorship, which you are right, does have negatives. It also totally um, can screw up estate planning because it title passes as an operation of law at the moment of your death there's some vesting or you know vesting work we have to do so let's say you own your house as joint tenant right or survivorship you die your wife will now inherit that side of the property but she still owns her half as individual property so her half won't get a step up in basis your half as the decedent would whereas if you had held that property properly as community property then both sides of the estate both the community and the uh, the 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 surviving spouse's interest and the decedent's interest both get a step up. Most of us call that a double step up, both the decedent and that. That only happens in the community property states of which there are eight. It is a huge benefit to Washingtonians, one that is often lost um, because of the, you know, proliferation of joint tenant right of survivorship, which is is really difficult. So that's kind of a long answer, but yeah, it's uh, for most married couples, it's uh, disastrous. And if you happen to have an estate over a couple million bucks and are subject to Washington estate taxes, it's even a bigger, it's even a bigger problem because since it's uh, it's by title, it's going to bypass your will or a trust if you know if it's owned by you individually under joint tenancy. So there's a lot of pitfalls to it. So if the brokerage doesn't offer. Uh uh, community property checkbox, then what? We're just out of luck? I'm unaware of a broker that doesn't, but you usually have to handwrite it in and advise them of that and how you hold the property. And, and if they don't, move it. You know, we tell people this quite a bit, and it's it, it, it does happen. There are banks and there are financial institutions out there that are just completely inflexible. Some of them are quite common uh, with everybody, and, and you all know the names. Uh, but nevertheless, there are some that just won't do what you want them to do, and, and we tell people to move the money. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's an interesting situation on, you know, which financial institution you're at because it's dramatic with retirement accounts. Um, people, have, everybody thinks that all IRAs are the li- alike, and they're not. Um, an IRA at one brokerage may have very different provisions that, you know, what you're allowed to do with it than another one. So, um, Jim, you had a follow up question? No, that's it. Thank you, gentlemen. All righty. Best well, of luck to you. 
Um, folks, it is very challenging for a lot of this stuff and do that. Now, I just want to caution everyone out there, and Jim included, um, I would certainly sit down with your estate planning attorney. We'd love to be that for you and kind of go over all these things because really one of the things we spent a great deal of time with our clients on is proper titling such that it's consistent with your goals and objectives and the documents you prepared, whether they be wills or trust. Because if you put a name on a document or a beneficiary or an ownership type, that may how you do it may well over override, I was going to say trump your will, but that maybe in today's world that wouldn't be the right thing to say, but it could overcome your will. So yeah, these are really... Um, um, really you know really gets down to the heart of it really basics just how do you own title so anyhow um thanks jim for your call and uh, if anybody else has any follow-up calls or questions or your own questions comments 888-973-5476 we'll get your rate on air right now this morning on this chilly chilly washington day but hey we're getting all heated up for the big hawks game they moved us to sunday night football they find we're so exciting to watch so ted when we're going through this will or trust analysis this is probably one of the you know the big choices the client should make at the very beginning of their estate planning in consultation with their attorney i mean i you know don't just run out and get an online trust and start doing it i mean if you do them wrong or it's not appropriate it can mess your estate up terribly and ted um one of the things where revocable living trust-based planning can really cause some serious consequences is for people with more modest estates where one or both of the spouses may become you know it may be necessary for them to go on Medicaid. Well, in the state of Washington, you 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 have to create what we call these espousal testamentary trusts in a in a will. It cannot be done uh, in a revocable trust. Washington State does not like that arrangement. Uh, however, in other states, uh, you are able to do that via a will. And some states, like Idaho, use what they call reverse. Uh, funding for will. In other words, the the part of the decedent's estate that should be remaining in trust in some form is actually transferred. Uh, you know, the estate becomes the the beneficiary of that, and it's administered that way. Uh, but that doesn't fly here either. So, got into a lot of discussion about that. But the bottom line is, some types of planning, particularly with Medicaid focus, trust based planning generally is poison. So, I think a caveat here, folks, is you know maybe you have a well meaning relative, maybe you know in another state, and they're saying, hey, this is what I did for my mom. Be careful. States have very different laws in some of this stuff. So you always want to consult with your own attorney in your own state. Hey, folks, we're going to take a quick break and then more of your calls at 888-973-5476. And, of course, don't forget yourpartnerinlaw.com, your gateway to everything you need to know and to the law firm. And also that's where you get your life plan organizer. Just let us know if you're married or single and we'll get the right planner out to you. We'll be right back. You know, we can't always count on great health as we age. That's why I cannot overstate the peace of mind I feel having long-term care coverage for me and my wife. If you've been thinking about it, but you have some questions, this is a great time to get answers. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for one of their free long-term care planning live webinars they have coming up. At the webinar... They'll explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. And then when you're ready, 525 Advisors, they are the best in the country. And I know that because my wife and I went through the whole process with Brian and Madeline, and man, they take great care of their customers. Check out all their reviews. People love working with Brian and Madeline at 525 Advisors. So sign up today, 525longtermcare.com. Join them for one of their upcoming live webinars. The class is free. All you have to do is go to 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. When we talk about estate planning and elder law, there are two triggers that cause you to review your plan. John Curley here with my attorney, Rick Gregrick. And Rick, what are those two triggers? Thanks, John. There are two key triggers for when you should review your estate plan. Changes in health or wealth. COVID-19 is a significant impact to both, so everyone should review and update their estate plan. Ask yourself, are you and your family prepared? Do you have the right executors, agents, and trustees? Have you provided for your family? 
We're here to help. This pandemic has disrupted all of our lives, so each of us needs to be proactive during these difficult times. Be prepared. Have a plan. Talk to Rick, Gregor and Associates. They're open. They're essential business, and they want to help give you peace of mind. You can call them or meet virtually to discuss your estate and elder law plan. Call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Or book your free consultation online at yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. Yeah, I just got to listen to the guitar riff for a little bit, get the juices flowing here. Hey, welcome back, folks. Uh, Rick Gregorick, uh, your partner in line with Ted Hansen. And I kind of rushed uh, going into break last time and uh, got a little note from someone. Uh, if you'd like our life plan organizer, it's a great tool to help you get started on your estate planning journey or if you already have a plan to kind of go back through your plan and figure it out, you have all the right things. So our planner is going to help you get your assets organized. It's going to help you get the people in your plan organized, the actors, the beneficiaries. Now, the actors are trustees, you know, um, executors, agents. Those are your actors, fiduciaries. And so we want to inventory all that, inventory all your beneficiaries, identify any people with special circumstances, special needs, um, or requiring asset protection or money management. We, you know, take care of all those um, really basic things. And then we're going to have uh, you start helping develop your own goals and objectives, so there's a goal-setting section. And then, really, you know, we want to address risk and concerns. And these are things that, you know, are particular to your estate because your estate planning necessarily needs to be tailored to you. It's not a one-size-fits-all. It's, it's um, you know, it's not a T-shirt or a pair of slacks you can go run down and, and get your size. It just doesn't work that way. Terribly personal and um, necessary to highly um, function. So so you can get that life plan organizer. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com, and uh, we'll email it out to you. We are working on an online one, but uh, we're making a few updates. So that will be available in the upcoming future. But right now, we'll email it back to you. It works pretty great. We've been doing it for a long time. Get a lot of good feedback on the planner. Kind of, it, it helps you in developing your estate plan and going through and help you parse out and separate the things we need to deal with. So yourpartnerinlaw.com, just let us know if you're married or single. Um, Your phone number is not required, but it's a real good thing if you go ahead and put it in there. That way, if we have any questions on your planner. And, of course, all of you are entitled to a free estate or elder law consultation. And uh, just you can request that at yourpartnerinlaw.com as well. Or, heck, you can pick up the telephone. Remember how we used to do that? We would pick up the phone, and we used to be a circle thing. We would put our finger in, and it would spin around in a dial. And it'd go, and and you'd miss a number? And you'd have to start all the way over? Yeah, remember that? And, uh, but, yeah, then they would. Of these little push button things, but we, you know, we, your telephone, your cell phone, whatever. Give us a call, area code 425 284 3450. That's for the law firm, Gregor and Associates, 425 284 3450. Or you can find us at yourpartnerinlaw.com. Click through to the law firm, or you can just go directly to the law firm, rjglegal.com. Whew. All righty, Ted. So we're talking about, you know, the wills versus the trust and all this, that, and the other. There's so much tax planning. But one tool I wanted to talk about, which we haven't talked a lot about, is a really interesting tool. Now, folks, this is for those of you who have a couple of coins and are more likely than not going to be at or near the exemption levels. So I'm really talking to all of you with estates in excess of 5 to $10 million. And what we're going to talk about here is called an idget. That's a kind of slang for what we attorneys call an income defective grantor trust. Why in the world, Ted, would someone want to buy a defective trust? I don't know. Just the name itself is a little bit scary for most people, but they're really excellent tools, and their their primary design is, and why they call them defective is they are 
the taxes are still paid, the income taxes are still paid by the grantor, but it removes the particular property that's funded to that trust from their gross estate by virtue of that transfer. And there's a number of different ways you can do that. You can either do sales or you can just do direct transfers, but that's what we're talking about when we call it intentionally defective. It is defective for income tax purposes, but is effective when we're taking it out of your estate. You know, these are really, it's these, these tools have been in place for a long, long time. Um, they work exceptionally well when you're in an area of appreciating assets. In other words, your assets are going up in value. Real estate's a good example. And then if you also have a low or declining interest rate environment, these things are terribly effective. Well, we've got the trifecta right now for it. But what these, what we like to, you know, as estate planning attorneys, we call these income defective grantor trust. We call them a freezing technique because it's going to remove assets from your estate without, you know, having to pay. Um, estate taxes, and it also gift taxes, involves uh, between gift taxes and also your generation skipping taxes. And so few of you take advantage of generation skipping, you're cheating your beneficiaries out of money. So we'll talk a little bit about that when we get back from break. We'll be right back. When we talk about estate planning and elder law, there are two triggers that cause you to review your plan. John Curley here with my attorney, Rick Regrick. And Rick, what are those two triggers? Thanks, John. There are two key triggers for when you should review your estate plan. Changes in health or wealth. COVID-19 is a significant impact to both, so everyone should review and update their estate plan. Ask yourself, are you and your family prepared? Do you have the right executors, agents, and trustees? Have you provided for your family? We're here to help. This pandemic has disrupted all of our lives, so each of us needs to be proactive during these difficult times. Be prepared. Have a plan. Talk to Rick. Gregor and Associates, they're open. They're essential business, and they want to help give you peace of mind. You can call them or meet virtually to discuss your estate and elder law plan. Call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Or book your free consultation online at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You know, we can't always count on great health as we age. That's why I cannot overstate the peace of mind I feel having long-term care coverage for me and my wife. If you've been thinking about it, but you have some questions, this is a great time to get answers. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for one of their free long-term care planning live webinars they have coming up. At the webinar, they'll explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. And then when you're ready, 525 Advisors, they are the best in the country. And I know that because my wife and I went through the whole process with Brian and Madeline, and man, they take great care of their customers. Check out all their reviews. People love working with Brian and Madeline at 525 Advisors. So sign up today, 525longtermcare.com. Join them for one of their upcoming live webinars. The class is free. All you have to do is go to 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. Are you like me? I have so many questions about my own estate planning, and now my parents have health issues. I have to take care of them and their finances, and it's all so complicated. What do I do? Where do I stand? Sound familiar? Attorney Rick Gregrick founded Gregrick & Associates to serve the needs of individuals, families, and small businesses. Rick's life experiences with his own parents and grandparents, combined with his legal knowledge, is here to guide you through these troubled waters. Rick Gregrick is a proud member of the National Academy of Estate Planning Attorneys and of Elder Counsel. Contact Rick Gregrick at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. Don't delay. Call today for your peace of mind. There's no cost for your initial consultation for estate planning or elder law. Call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Thank you. I'm calling Gregorick and Associates today. Now back to your partner in law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. 
All righty. Hey, folks, right before break, we were talking about a defective trust. Why in the world would you want to buy a defective trust? Well, it's defective on purpose. And here's the real short version. Generally, when you set up an irrevocable trust, you're the grantor, the maker of the trust. Well, the trust becomes responsible for the income taxes and everything. However, in the drafting, if the grantor retains certain benefits or privileges, um, then they become responsible for the taxes. So the, to the IRS, it's kind of a penalty making the grantor responsible for the taxes. However, from an estate planning perspective, it's a gift because not only um, are you able to get very effective uh, gift and generation skipping and estate tax treatment on the establishment of this IGIT, this um, income defective grantor trust, um, but all of the income tax paid by the grantor is effectively an additional gift um, to the beneficiaries for not having to pay it. Um, so it's, it's a really, really effective tool. It's not really utilized as much as it should be. It does take a little time on your um, part to sit down with the attorney, and we usually bring your accountant and financial advisor in on this. Um, these are complex trusts, but the benefits are tremendous, and I would encourage any of you with larger estates, and especially if you have um, uh, real estate holdings Any um, highly appreciated and assets. other highly appreciated assets, um, that this should be worthy of your consideration um, with taxes. Now, one thing I wanted to mention, we talked in the beginning of the show, Ted, about if the estate tax exemption drops from the 11588 back to something half or less, can you, you know, how might you take advantage of this larger exemption? Well, you could die before now in the year end, but that's not a great strategy to, <laughs> you know, planning. So prior to your death, there are ways to take advantage of this higher exemption by making large, large lifetime gifts. Let's say if you made a $5 million gift today, well, that would reduce your federal estate tax exemption by $5 million. But in the event the estate tax exemption gets reduced back to $5 million, the IRS has already opined that they will not do a clawback. In other words, if you do a gift today under applicable law, and then that exemption amount is reduced in the future to lower than what it was, you're not going to be any penalized. So this is a windfall for folks, um, that if you can make the larger gift now, get that money out of your estate in a you know tax-savvy manner, and um, pass it along to your beneficiaries, um, you're a lot wealthier. And I know this is difficult to comprehend on radio, which is why we offer our free consultations. Yeah, gifting is uh, one of those topics, Rick. I think we could spend an entire hour talking about the various uh, nuances of gifting, and it's an area where a lot of people are very uh, confused between the, what we call the, you know, the annual exemption, and then other how that plays into the overall picture. And that's a very powerful tool too, but it doesn't tend to get enough out of people's estate uh, in a in a quick manner. So these larger gifts, and, and I don't think, Rick, there's ever been an environment where this should be more attractive to people. Oh, no, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yeah. It's so, not going to come around again, most likely. That's right, and and like Rick said, if that goes down, you can effectively grandfather this in, and, and even if it goes to five, you've, you know, you've maximized it by, you know, 10 million or thereabouts, so it's a, it's a powerful tool. Well, you know, in theory, Ted, a person could make an $11,588,000 gift utilize 100% of their gift tax exemption, 100% of their estate tax exemption, and still come out way ahead. That's right. Even if that, say the worst case scenario happens from an estate tax perspective and the, exempt, the federal exemption is dropped all the way back to the $1 million mark. That could happen. If that happens, you just put eleven, almost $12 million out of your estate. It will not be subject to federal estate taxes, and it's not going to get back. So um, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, um, but you're going to have to pull the trigger on this between now and year-end, which means if you're not already underway, you're late. So get your phone calls in and get on the calendar. We're here to help. But um, these are very, very uh interesting devices for not only asset protection, but for generation skipping. Um, too many people don't take advantage of generation skipping, Ted. And it's it, again, it's another one of these misunderstood items. And so properly doing that. I mean, when we're talking gifting, Ted, most people write out a check and hand it to their kids or grandkids. From our perspective as planners, that is the single 
um, least effective way to do gifting because you're only gifting away one dollar <laughs> at a time, and there are ways to really and there are limits on it, frankly, right? So. So, you know, this is an area where this annual exclusion gifting, Rick, I think really confuses people. And and what that is, and it changes every year, every couple of years. This Right now it's at 15000 uh, per person. Uh, but it just means that you don't have to file a gift tax return on, on any amount under that number. Um, and, and it doesn't erode your federal gift state, uh, excuse me, your federal gift tax exemption either, uh, if you keep it under that 15,000 mark. But like I said earlier, it doesn't tend to get enough out quickly, I think is the problem with that. I mean, for people that have more modest estates, I think it works pretty well, but, um, you know, it's, it's something that we still use, but we, you know, we, we would prefer in larger states to get larger chunks out. Yeah, it really is. So gifting is a really uh, important subject, and there's so much mythology, and so much of it's wrong. Uh, if you're considering making any type of gifts, uh, you should talk to uh, an attorney, not just your CPA, I hate to tell you. You need to talk to an attorney. We do a lot of things that um, the accountants are great at doing the taxes afterwards, but they don't usually, they're not the planners. They're not the people that are doing that for you. So anyhow, folks, we'll be right back. Don't go away. When we talk about estate planning and elder law, there are two triggers that cause you to review your plan. John Curley here with my attorney, Rick Gregrick. And Rick, what are those two triggers? Thanks, John. There are two key triggers for when you should review your estate plan. Changes in health or wealth. COVID-19 is a significant impact to both, so everyone should review and update their estate plan. Ask yourself, are you and your family prepared? Do you have the right executors, agents, and trustees? Have you provided for your family? We're here to help. This pandemic has disrupted all of our lives, so each of us needs to be proactive during these difficult times. Be prepared. Have a plan. Talk to Rick, Gregorick and Associates. They're open. They're essential business, and they want to help give you peace of mind. You can call them or meet virtually to discuss your estate and elder law plan. Call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Or book your free consultation online at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You know, we can't always count on great health as we age. That's why I cannot overstate the peace of mind I feel having long-term care coverage for me and my wife. If you've been thinking about it, but you have some questions, this is a great time to get answers. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for one of their free long-term care planning live webinars they have coming up. At the webinar, they'll explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan, and then when you're ready, 525 Advisors, they are the best in the country. And I know that because my wife and I went through the whole process with Brian and Madeline, and man, they take great care of their customers. Check out all their reviews. People love working with Brian and Madeline at 525 Advisors. So sign up today, 525longtermcare.com. Join them for one of their upcoming live webinars. The class is free. All you have to do is go to 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. Retirement. What does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation, 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. During this free consultation, Rick will guide you in the right direction. Do you need will-based planning or trust-based planning? Find out now. Schedule your free consultation with Rick by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. And we're back. Glad to have you back. 
So, Ted, uh, right before break, we were um, talking a little bit more about these uh, about gifting and generation skipping, capital gains. Folks, there's so much to consider when we talk about, you know, what does this election mean for you? Well, is it going to be the status quo in taxes, or are you going to have to completely revisit your estate plan? And so the answer is pretty simple. If Trump stays in office, your estate plan is going to be a little more stable from a tax perspective. If uh, Biden um, gets elected, um, we can expect a a considerable amount of tax legislation. It's uh, kind of primary on the platform. And um, so hang on to your shoes. Now, one of the things we want to talk to you folks about is, you know, you may be sure, but I'm not sure who's actually going to win the election. I guess it could go either way. Um, Many people were sure four years ago, and so um, I'm not sure how many of us should be sure of anything when it comes down to an election. But um, all we know is we are going to have an election. There are many of the planning techniques that we're talking about here today, folks. You need to have them in place prior to any law changes. In order for them to be effective, they not only need to be written and executed, but generally also what we call funded. So any of the assets that are going to transfer into those trusts generally have to be done prior to that becoming an eligible um, trust for the advantages the trust is being written for. So act now and do that. Um, Get our life plan organizer. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and request either a married or a single one. We'll get that right out to you. And folks, we do offer our free estate planning consultations and elder law consultations. Um, Free means free. And uh, we're not selling used cars, so you're not going to be feeling any pressure, things like that. We're not. I don't know that Ted knows how to pressure somebody into something. So Ted is not a pressure kind of guy. Are you? Ah, uh, but it works. Oh, his subtlety. <laughs> Kill but, him with um, kindness sometimes. Well, right? you know what we do is we're going to fill you up with information, and then we're going to help you and guide you in the analysis of that to help you pick the plan that fits you best. And then within those plans, which special tools you know, the various trusts and documents. Those are our tools. That's what a lawyer works with is documents. And so which mix of documents is best for you? It's never one document, right, Ted? It's that's, never one that, thing. That's right. And let's be clear about something, too, and and that is this, that, you know, within reason, if, if we don't get it done in the first meeting, which we often don't get done in the first meeting because there's a lot of things going on, we're happy to meet with you until we... Uh, can make you feel comfortable with your plan. That's the most important part of this. We don't want to do things that are so esoteric. You just walk out of here and you have no idea what you've just done. We want to be able to explain it to you and make it meaningful because it is meaningful. And, and uh, you know, so many of you just don't take any action whatsoever to do this in both small and large estates. And really the larger people are, you know, they suffer greatly, uh, you know, having an estate tax. And sometimes it's 40, 40% or so of that estate is eaten up because you didn't do any planning. Well, it really is. And then, you know, I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that so many of you own property in other states. You may still have the home you bought, you know, when you first got married back in Idaho or Indiana or in Illinois or wherever. And you, you've got to deal with that in your estate plan. Folks, you don't want to have multi-state probates going on. So any state you own real estate in, you would be subject to probate with maybe a, a few exceptions, but generally speaking, and, you know, Probate in and of itself is a legal process to go through. Most people do not enjoy it. (laughs) It's not, oh boy, I'm going through probate. It's usually something many people try to avoid. Well, avoiding probate in your home state is certainly desirable. Well, avoiding a probate in a non-home state, that's even more desirable. It it can be, Ted, we've had five, six, seven states involved in some of these probates, and it's a nightmare. And what happens for people's edification is when you own a piece of property in a state, another state, that you have to go through, uh, unless it's held differently, but if it's a probate estate, you have to open what's called an ancillary probate. And in some states, like California, and I bag on California because I experienced the horror that the probate is there, that, you know, it's something that you want to pay attention to. And and that's why, again, revocable living trusts are a good planning device because we can own property in any state and and foreign countries, for that matter, even. So uh, it's an important uh, thing to understand. So, folks, uh, it's kind of a bonus if you listen to the whole show and you got over it and you got to this point. 
Um, this is coming from Rick, so this is personal from Rick. If you come in and see us for your consultation in that, and it looks like a irrevocable um, defective grantor trust is a tool for you, something we talked about for that, um, we'll go ahead and give you a 10% discount off the fixed fee or the flat fee of that uh, trust is for listening to the show. you got to say, hey, I learned about idgets on your partner-in-law, and just do that and tell Ted or I or tell the person when you uh, call in, and um, we'll log in for that. So just a little extra incentive that you shouldn't really need, but, you know, we all like free stuff. Well, you know, this is a difficult thing to tell people, but but (laughs) for spending a few thousand dollars, you can literally save yourself hundreds, if not millions of dollars and taxes by taking advantage of these tools that are out there. Ted, I can document cases where they've done fairly substantial estate planning. But I'll take something you know intermediate and say they spent ten, fifteen thousand. On general, those people save anywhere from half a million to a million or two just in taxes alone. So the leverage or the payback on estate planning, um, it truly is an investment because proper estate planning will provide you protection and tax efficiency and all kinds of other things so i cannot underscore you know whatever you spend on an estate plan um, the benefits that accrue from a properly drafted and implemented plan um, will be 10 to 100 to a thousand fold um, incalculable in some cases Um, absolutely folks i had a case where i did a ten thousand dollar package for a person a number of years ago and it was a near-term death situation Um, we were able to get a will put in place with various tax planning provisions put in place and um, that ten thousand dollar estate plan resulted in an immediate savings two weeks later when the person died of in excess of four million dollars so um, we don't want to wait till the week before we die to do this, though, folks. Very, very difficult. Get started. Get it done now. We all know life is fragile and what a difference a day can make. So what does the election mean for you and your taxes? That's for you to decide, but we're here to help, and we're here to guide you on the various uh, planning techniques that you can use. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, whatever, please give us a call at the office, 425-284-3450. I would be remiss if I didn't say go Hawks. See you next week, folks. Thanks for listening to Your Partner-in-Law with Rick Gregorick. Event Info newsletters and Your Partner-in-Law podcast can all be found at yourpartnerinlaw.com. To schedule an appointment with Rick Gregorick, call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. For more information on the show or to sign up for a free Partner-in-Law event, visit yourpartnerinlaw.com. Tune in next Sunday morning at 9 to Your Partner-in-Law with your host, Rick Gregorick. Simulcast on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH.